Hey guys. Hey, welcome to Pretty Social Podcast. We are so happy to be back with you guys again. And today we are talking about something that everyone in the entire world goes through at yeah. some point and probably more often than not. Uh, we're talking about stress today. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we've talked about like anxiety before in the past and maybe things that we've been stressed out over, but we haven't really dedicated a whole episode to stress. Stress. And I yeah. think it's <laughs> super important to talk about stress because I think stress always gets like a bad reputation. Mm. And there are actually like a such thing as good stress and bad stress. Okay. And not that I like I actually really didn't think about talking about good stress. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wanted this is to, different. I wanted to make a point that there are good stressors. Um but I really wanted to talk more so about like what are some common stressors that people deal with? Um what are some things that we deal with? Like what's the best ways that at least mm. we've been able to cope with stress? I think when we talk about this, it really can help other people who are going through mm-hmm. similar things, like help them in their journey because sometimes when you're stressed out, you just don't know what to do. Yeah. You just feel like you're helpless. Yeah, I think for me and I wonder cuz obviously it's different for everybody. I'm more so deal with situational stress. Yeah. Okay. So it's usually like I, I don't feel like I go through long periods of being stressed. Mm-hmm. It's usually a situation. Yeah. That I don't know what I'm going to do. It's stressing me out for however long. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I figure it out, I get through it and I move on. But I wonder like because I personally feel like let me get my thought together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, I wonder if people do experience stress long term because mm-hmm. based on how I feel um, when I deal with situational stress, I can't imagine being stressed for days and weeks mm-hmm. on end, like stressed, yeah. depressed. I can handle that. That That's my friend, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we used no, to get along real good. Well. Yes. Anxiety, you know, we pretty close too. Yeah. But stress... Like, I feel like my hair will fall out. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that's a thing? Because I learned yeah. about, like, um, long-term depression, situational mm-hmm. depression. That I understand. But does it work the same way with stress, you think? Yeah, definitely for sure. I mean, I think about people, and this is, like, real extreme. So, obviously, there are other, I would say, situations that people go through. And I, I don't want to just say situation as if it's just a one-moment thing. Yeah. But things that people go through that are long-term stress. I think about, like... Um, you know, people who are in some sort of abusive home or situation and every single day they're stressed out wondering if the person who is the abuser is going to beat them or cuss them out or, you know, whatever it is. And that's like a constant state of stress every day. I think about people who, you know, they might be facing um, a terminal illness and they're stressed out every day wondering like, how, what's how's my family gonna go on without me? Like, what's gonna happen to that my is kids? What's gonna happen? Yeah, and I mean, obviously, those are like big situations. I wouldn't say I, I don't know if I should even say they're common, but um, I do think there's other things that like, and again, they might be situational, but I don't think it's like just oh, it's this day. I think sometimes those situational things can last weeks yeah. or months. Like, I mean, even something as simple as like work and maybe you're handling a big case or something Mm -hmm. and this is something that a lot of like people's lives or money or things rely on and you're like I'm stressed out because every day I have this paperwork this this and that and 
it may be just for that moment, but that moment may be weeks. Yeah. And it's like every day you're like cramming, yeah. trying to do things. College, every, like yes. that, that type of stuff. Yeah, that makes sense actually when I think about it. Uh, it made me think about one of my triggers. Like okay. one thing that stresses me out yeah. that's long term and short term. Mm-hmm. So let me elaborate. Yeah. My my baby dad like <laughs> that's speaking to the choir. Lord have that's and a, the church says amen. amen. <laughs> so it's like I don't get stressed for a long periods of time, but every time like he I get a text or a phone call, it's immediate stress, and then yeah. the whole period of time it's just stress, mm-hmm. and then we never really resolve, come to any resolve. Yeah. So then we just separate and then a, f- a few months later he may hit me up and stress again you know what I mean and it's and I've always yeah. wanted it to get to a point where we could have some sort of consistency so that the stress could just be temporary because yeah. it's like you know just a bunch of change and different things that are causing the stress and I don't know how it's gonna go which way it's gonna go and I wish that it could just be some sort of consistency so that yeah we don't have to keep starting this over so that's kind of a long-term stress it is and it's like how do you learn how to no longer you know what mm-hmm. I mean like you know what's gonna happen I already know yeah. every time it's like as soon as I see it like it's time right <laughs> so it's like how do you prepare to, to knowing you have those yeah. triggers, you know? I think when you know you have a trigger, because I've been in the same boat. Um, for me, it's understanding when to shut that down. Mm. And sometimes that's easier said than done for some people's situations. But, like, for my situation, there would be so many stressful moments in that, um, I guess, relationship, if you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And... It would really bother me. Like, it would really, like, mess with my spirits. Mm. And it would be, like, I would be frustrated. I would be angry. I would be, like, offended. Like, it would be so many, like, negative emotions going on. And then stress was, like, the underlying, like, root to it all. Mm -hmm. And what, and not to say this is 100% eradicated the stress, but what I've understood is... You can only control what you can control. Mm-hmm. And if it gets to the point where you feel like this is going to be bothersome and you know how this conversation is going to end up, just don't respond. Mm. And that's what I've learned to do is, like, I'm just not going to respond. And you can text and call me 50 million times. I'm not going to respond until this has cooled down and we can actually talk. Yeah. And then when it gets to that point... Then it's like, okay, now we can have this conversation and it's less stressful. And that's worked a lot recently. Again, it doesn't mean (laughs) there aren't situations where I'm like, oh my God, I'm pulling my hair out. (laughs) But it's helped me. Yeah. I feel like that's, I think that's like with every relationship though. Yeah. I think like when you have someone. Yeah, (laughs) perfect boundaries. Yes, it's like. When you just let someone, cause, and then I'm not saying this is all people, but there are some people who, like, there's something in them that, like, when they see they can get under your skin, they're just going to keep on. It's like they see that button, they're just going to keep pushing it, keep pushing it. Yeah. And some people truly, and I personally think, like, you need some in- intensive therapy mm-hmm. if this is you, but some people really like drama so and toxicity. Nice. I actually just 
today. Um, I don't know why it came up on my algorithm, but <laughs> um, on Instagram, a guy was on some campus. I have no idea, college campus, and he was um, asking random students what is like the toxic trait that they like in relationships. And surprisingly, and who knows, you know, I don't know how many people he asked and how much he cut out or what, you know, people can piece together what they want. But he showed probably at least 15 different students answer. Mm. And they all had extremely toxic. Extremely toxic? Like, people really? were like, I like when I like when he chokes me out when we argue. And I'm huh? like, there's no way. There's no way. Like, that's y'all not just, a toxic trait. That that's, is domestic violence. That's domestic violence. <laughs> Literally, like, these people, like, off the wall stuff. All of them. Oh, my gosh. And I had to go to the comments. So I'm like, this, this, is, this is nothing. This can't be a thing. You could have not found 15 people who like this stuff. Yeah. And everyone else in the comments was normal. They were like, um, you guys need to go to therapy. Uh, this is domestic violence. Uh, yeah. You guys need, might like, have help. been a little acting And I'm or like, something. there can't be. But I do know, because I have met people like that who do thrive that's on toxicity. True. That's true. So I know there are people. Now, this was Some a little extreme. I'm like, well, cute. he had to have asked like 100 people to get 15 answers. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, they feed off of that. It's yeah. almost like, I don't know if it's like attention-seeking. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter what type of attention you get as long as you're getting attention. Mm-hmm. I actually met a guy and, you know, who knows? People love to talk and say the things that they want to say <laughs> and just to be heard. But he has said something, uh, I think it was actually in one of our lives. And he has said something like, if she ain't pouring bleach oh, on my clothes yeah, or whatever. And I'm like, what? I think that was, t- that was the live that we got into an argument. But <laughs> Oh, my <laughs> god! Like, he was like, if she's not pouring, pouring bleach on my clothes and stuff and stuff, like, I don't want her. And I'm like. Because me and you got upset. Well, I, I know I did. Because I was like, I think that person had kids. And all I could yeah. think about was like. You having kids and wanting the girls to come around and smash your windows out. And I'm like, that's like, at some point, that's not cute anymore. That's like unsafe for your children. You don't care about you. But please tell me the kids aren't around while y'all like doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But that's stress. And that's why I said, like, I think that it can be long term because you even think about uh, we talk about stress a lot when it comes to adults. But you don't hear it too often when we talk about like kids. And, like, the things that kids are exposed to mm. and how stressful. It, like, people always, I, I always hear this, like, term of, like, why are you stressed out or why are you acting like that? You're a kid. Like, we so quickly forget what it was like to be a child or a teen. And although, like, so a lot of us may have had really good upbringings and maybe you were shield, shielded from a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, you still had stressful moments. Yeah. You still had moments where you were exposed to things that made you feel some type of way and it made you stressed. I remember, <laughs> I remember being in, like, the fifth grade and I went through this spurt where I just decided to not do work, like schoolwork. <laughs> what? And I I li- so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with me, but I just decided I wasn't going to do schoolwork. And I don't know if this is still things. Obviously, my son's in high school; he doesn't do this. But like back in the day when I was in elementary school, we used to have like homework folders, and you had to have your parents sign off on your homework folder every night or every time you had an assignment mm-hmm. to let the teacher know that they reviewed your homework and that they reviewed that like too. your assignments, like your graded assignments. Mm-hmm. I literally. <laughs> And my dad knows this at this point. But I literally <laughs> learned how to forge my dad's. <laughs> what? Who is this lady? <laughs> Excuse 
scammer. <laughs> I learned how to forge my dad's signature. And I was obviously not thinking. I was signing that folder all the time. My parents didn't even that know there was a folder to sign. Hilarious. And it caught up with me because clearly if you're not doing your work, you're getting zeros, which turns into an F. <laughs> And I remember getting my report card, and it was like D's and all. And my parents were like, "What the?" And and, and <laughs> I remember I was so they obviously all found out. My because my teacher called home and was like, "What's going on? Like this is unusual." Obviously, that all went up in flames. But I remember being so stressed because I obviously had to start doing my schoolwork and I had to work extra hard to mm-hmm. get those grades back up. And I remember being stressed, like at night, praying to God, like God, Aww. give me an A, please, give me an A. I gotta get my grades up. Aww. And I remember like this one time I was laying in bed crying, like I have to get an A, God, please. <laughs> God's probably like, just do your work, like, right? Like you do all this. You literally- Faith without works is dead, honey. Listen, and that. <laughs> That is something I wanted to touch on is, like, stress can come in so many forms. And, like, there is times where it's out of our hands. Like, it's a situation that just occurs, whether if it's someone else bringing stress in your life or Mm -hmm. a job bringing stress in your life or just something that's completely out of your hands that you have no control over. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to deal with. But a lot of the stress we deal with is the stress that we bring upon ourselves. Yeah. Like, it's the stress that... We put ourselves in a bad situation, and now we have to deal with the um, repercussions of that, and now we're stressed out, yeah. you know? And that's something that I've noticed <laughs> over a lifetime is I've done that so many times mm-hmm. to too. myself, even if it's the most simplest things of, like, taking on too much. Like, on my plate, there was a time, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before, where um, I was, like, in my early 20s, I... Uh, just finished college. I had a young, young son. Nate was like probably five, six at the time. Uh, I was in church. I was in multiple ministries. I was in way too many ministries. I was uh, working and I literally had no time for myself. It was so much. and I was so stressed out all the time because I'm like, I got to go to this meeting. I got to go to this event and I got to go do this and I still got to go home and take care of my kid. And this, 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 that. And The thing about that, which made it even more stressful and really unnecessary stress, is this was stuff that I didn't necessarily want to do. Mm. But because I really struggled for a long time being a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and not really ever knowing how to say no, is that I was just unhappy. Because I'm like, I'm stressed out and I'm unhappy because I don't even want to do this stuff. It'd be one thing if like... I was busy doing things that I really loved or really passionate about or really felt like I was called to do. And, you know, it just, the stress came with that. Mm -hmm. But, like, when you're stressed and you don't even want to be doing this, it's like, for what? What's the point? And it's all behind, like you said, people pleasing. Yes. Um, I think I, I, I can relate because I definitely brought a lot of stress on myself for a long time. Yeah. And it was me being afraid to speak up for myself. Ah, yeah. Me being afraid to stand up for myself and me being so naive. And for years, I dealt with anger. That almost kept me stressed because I think all of us have people who have been rude to us, you know what I mean, who have made shady comments. Mm -hmm. And I think that I just internalized it so much more. Uh, And I think that I'm learning now and I'm seeing how people respond to it to where it's not such a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like, if somebody um, was to say something rude, like, um, 
oh, dang, you going back for some more food? You might want to slow down. Somebody else might be like, girl, mind your business. I, right. I didn't eat breakfast this morning. Bye. Right. And keep it moving. Me, <laughs> I would just be feeling so insecure yes. and I would just uh-huh. go home and I would not be able to sleep because I'm thinking about the mean mm-hmm. things that they said to me. And, you know, and I would just internalize that and it yeah. caused me stress and it literally caused me not to be able to sleep because I'm, I spent so many nights where I had multiple people in my life who would say mm-hmm. things and negative comments. And it wasn't just me they would do it to. This may just be their character. Yeah. But other people may have handled it differently. I just internalized it because I didn't know how to say, like, that's rude. Yeah. Like, where did that this come from? Hard. And I realized how easy it is now to just say. Like, when <laughs> yeah. somebody says something rude to you, like, dang, where'd that come from? what right. I do to you? Or, like, are we good? You know, mm-hmm. and this usually shuts it down. Yeah. But when you don't defend yourself... That gives them license to keep doing it. And they'll mm-hmm. keep doing it and mm-hmm. keep doing it because they know you're going to just take it. You'll become yeah. people's punching bag. Yeah. Um, and so I just internalized it, internalized it until I finally got a backbone. You know what yeah. I mean? It was like, you don't have to. Because sometimes when you would call people out, they would be like, what? I never said that or I didn't right. mean it like that. Are you too sensitive? And you have to get to a point of being like, I know what I heard. I'm yeah. not crazy. You're not going to tell me. You didn't mean it like that, right. you know, or you, I, I've misinterpreted or I'm too sensitive or whatever the case is. And so once I came to grips <laughs> with the fact that you're not crazy, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you don't also need anybody to validate your feelings. Sometimes yes. I would feel like I needed somebody else to step up for me and say for me and say with me, like, hey, you're being, I'm like, but I'm like, that's nice. That's yeah. awesome. You should have people to be in your corner, mm-hmm. but you have to be able to stand up for yeah. yourself. Not somebody's going to always be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I teach my kids, like you have to speak up for yourself. Mom's not always going to be around, right. you know what I mean? To speak up for you. So that was definitely a huge stressor of mine. And I think um, similar to you, like you said, people pleasing, I felt like, I wasn't in control of my life. I mm-hmm. let everybody else kind of dictate what I was doing and what I was involved in because I was afraid to say no. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, you should do this or you should come to this or you should go there or you should. And my life was basically whatever I was asked to do and told to mm-hmm. do and suggested to do instead of me taking that control. And that's even something that I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. Like today is like rearranging things yeah. because that's where a lot of my stress comes from, too, is that I don't have a lot of order. Yeah. I don't have a lot of structure. And okay. I think that it's hard for me to make a schedule for myself, for existence, for existence. <laughs> for example, if I was to say, oh, I want to, I don't know, deep clean this mm-hmm. weekend. I'm not doing anything. I would not feel comfortable putting that on my calendar because I would think, like, what if somebody asks you to do something? Mm-hmm. So you need to see first if, what, so, if someone needs you <laughs> literally like that always comes first but I'm like no you have to restructure this first yeah. and then you're available after that after you've worked out your priority so that's just a big stressor of mine it's just like not feeling like I have control to say what I'm doing when I'm doing it how I'm doing yeah. it you know that's and I guess lot. that could be people pleasing too in a way yeah for sure and that's a lot because when you feel like you have lost a sense of control. Not that we need to absolutely be in control of everything because yeah. that's not healthy either. But the things that you <clears throat> should be able to control, mm-hmm. like the things that are normal to be in one person's control and you don't have that anymore, that's really hard to like 
accept and like it goes against like everything that's like within you like Mm -hmm. because like our brain knows what's right and you're going against it and your brain is like it's like this like struggle like there's an aspect of like no don't do that because you might hurt someone's feelings if you say no or you might this this and that but the other the logical part is like dude you can't really do this like you need to do a b c d don't really do that but oftentimes it's and you like, got like this battle inside. Yes, like, I don't and that's stressful them, wanna... enough. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I am, and I've done better for sure. But it's there, and it's something that I've come to terms is probably always going to be there. I just have to learn how to do this in a healthier manner. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm an overthinker, and overthinking can be extremely stressful <laughs> because you come up with every possible option there is. And oftentimes, at least for me, is I fixate on the more negative things because I feel like if I am prepared for the worst and the worst happens, then I'm prepared. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, then great. I, I'm. It's all good. But yeah. it's like when I overthink, I'm like, what are the worst possible things that can happen so you can be prepared for this situation? <laughs> okay, now you're prepared. So you can go into this and you feel more comfortable but you really don't because you're stressing yourself out because mm-hmm. more than likely, more than likely, not always, but those things will not happen. Mm-hmm. And you're over here stressing yourself out about something that someone might say to you when you had this conversation or what people are going to think when they find this thing out. And it's like, more than likely, even if you get some backlash or you get an uncomfortable situation, those people are going to go on to the next thing in their yeah. life. Like, it's just like we're going to keep moving on with life. And if they fixate on that, then that's on that's them. them. And that's so yes. interesting that you say that because it's like two sides of it, you know, mm-hmm. proactive and reactive. Yeah. And both can be stressful. You mm-hmm. can be stressed from being too prepared, overthinking, trying to plan and prep mm-hmm. and prepare everything to go perfectly. Yeah. And then you can also be stressed. <laughs> for <laughs> under planning, being unprepared. Yeah. And now you running around last minute trying to get things mm-hmm. together or you feel like you lost control yeah. sometimes. And it's like every time it's like, oh, my God, I should have did better at preparing. So it's like balances everything, balance. you know, because it's yes. both sides. Yeah. And, and then, like, again, like I said, I've just come to terms that this is how it's going to be. I've been like this forever. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, that people can't change. But, again, it's not so much change and don't be an overthinker anymore for me Mm -hmm. because that's what my mindset was at for the longest it's like stop being an overthinker Mm -hmm. but now it's like okay if you if you know this is just a part of who you are then let's just make that more positive let's make that a better thing Mm. so if you're gonna overthink overthink on the good things like oh my gosh, like, I'm going to be super optimistic about this. Like, it's a little nerve-wracking. Like, I got to go up in front of these people and talk. But, like, I'm going to go up there and I'm prepared. I know what I'm talking about. Like, it's going to be great. You know, overthink on those things. And it's hard. It's hard because your mind, your mind is meant to protect you. Mm -hmm. So that's why oftentimes when we do overthink it's easy to go to the negative things because your mind is literally trying to prepare you for the worst so it can protect you. Mm-hmm. So now you're training your mind to be like, it's going to be okay. Like, and mm-hmm. your mind's like, are you sure? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you yeah. might be stressed out about it. You should be stressed. And it's like, no, no, I'm, I'm good. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of my things. Um, one of my things you, when you were mentioning earlier about um, almost like living in a state of stress for mm-hmm. people. I think I do 
to a very small degree. It's mm. not something that is so like at the forefront of my brain. It's something that's kind of like just lingering back there. Mm. Like that's some that thing that's just always back there. You know, it's always there. Does it feel like and anxiety too, or just more so stress? It feels like anxiety. Well, it depends on the situation. Like, I definitely do have, like, some, like, low-grade generalized anxiety, and I've learned to cope with it for mm-hmm. the most part. That's there, and, you know, I've, I've found ways to just cope with it and deal with that. But, um, like, I get stressed out often about, like, two things. My mom and my grandma because of their health. And mm-hmm. I think, like, like, right now, I'm actually in this this week, been kind of stressed out about my grandma because she has just not been good. Mm. Um, and for anyone, I mean, I guess none of you would know this, but she's on hospice. She's been on hospice for about a year and a half now, which is a long time to be on hospice. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week, she has just not been good mm. at all. Like, very, very bad. And, like, I've been texting her and texting her, and she's not texting me back. But I see that she's reading my text messages, so I'm like, okay, well, she's alive. So thank God. But like I called her today. She didn't answer. And I know like she's weak and she can't. So I'm like, okay, I I have to like relax myself and not like start stressing out and thinking the worst. But, um, you know, those type of situations stress me out because there's times where like if my mom's not doing good for a period of time, I'm like, am I going to wake up and she's going to be alive? Like, am I going to go home and like there's she's um, has balance issues. It's hard for her to walk. And you know, she'll get into moments where she falls every day and then she then she gets in moments she won't fall at all. So it's like when she's in those moments where, like, she's falling every day, then I'm thinking to myself, I'm at work, like, oh, my God, what happens if she falls? She, she tries to walk up the stairs. She falls down the stairs. What if I come home and she's, like, passed out on the ground? Like, just those things that are, like, stressful. And it's, like, yeah. the unknown That's is what it stressful. is. It's the unknown and it's, like, the things that you, you can't control. And it's really hard, like, again, going to that, you can't control it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I, I try, it's really hard to say to someone, don't stress over that, because it's easier said than done. I would never say that. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and obviously, you need to understand, like, <laughs> what you should be telling people and what you shouldn't be telling. Because I think a lot of people, which this could be another conversation for another day, is that they don't know how to communicate when pe- with people with certain situations, like when it comes to stress or when it comes to um, maybe a death in someone's family or um, if the person's dealing with depression or anxiety. Like those are conversations that sometimes make people uncomfortable mm-hmm. and they don't really know what to say. So they say, oh, I'm praying for you. Oh, don't worry. It's going to be okay. Oh, don't stress out about that. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's all fine and dandy, but that's not going to help me in my no. situation right now. And it's normal. I really think it's normal to experience those emotions. I think stress is even normal. Mm-hmm. But it's how are you allowing it to affect you? Are you experiencing stress and then coping through it and working through it? Mm-hmm. Or are you allowing stress to overtake your life? Yeah. And I think that's the difference. Yeah. It's like if I'm going to talk to someone about them being stressed out about their family member, you know, being sick or whatnot, I'm, I'm going to fully understand. Like, I get it. Yeah. And I understand why you're stressed. And it, it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. You know, this is what's helped me. Or maybe you should look into this. This could probably help alleviate some of that stress in this situation mm-hmm. instead of just being like, oh, don't worry. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I think for me, like, to to just speak on that mm-hmm. specifically, 
I don't like when people get weird about it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And I understand because a lot of people say, like, I don't know how to console someone. I don't know mm-hmm. how to be around someone who's crying. And I'm like, I, I actually, that makes me feel a little icky. Because yeah. I feel like we shouldn't be so uncomfortable with normal human emotion. Like, it's a human. Like, exactly. I only got to be my happy, bubbly mm-hmm. self around you for you to feel okay. And if I feel sad and I was going to be like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. Like, that means that's why that's part of the reason why people feel like they have to put on a face all the time yep. because it's so mm-hmm. uncomfortable if I'm sad it's so uncomfortable if I'm upset you know what I mean and it's like that is normal human emotion yeah. we need to be able to be normal so just be normal yeah if you're not feeling it that day if you're not feeling it that week month or year just be honest be like honest. It, it, it and I've been there I, I, I'm literally speaking to the choir. There has been times where I've mentioned on the podcast where I put on a mask and I didn't want people to, cause I felt like if people knew what I was going through or people knew that I was sad or people knew I was depressed or people knew anything about this, that that would burden them and that that would make them feel uncomfortable. And it's like, once I realized how crazy that sounds, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, yeah. If they want to take that on them, they could take that on them. But I'm not asking them to. Like, I just have to be real. Yeah. And that's an issue is when people don't feel like they have the space Mm -hmm. to be open and honest about what they're going through, especially when it comes to the negative things. Because we can always talk about, hey, I'm great. Like, I just got a promotion. I feel great. This, this, and that. Like, we can always talk about the highlights. But when you don't have a safe space to talk about you know, the valleys, the, yeah. the, the really hard times. Yeah. Like, what that does is oftentimes people will just suppress that. Yeah. And then sup- exactly. telling you suppression is so dangerous. And it, yeah. I know firsthand experience how dangerous suppression is. Because not only does suppression have the ability to lead to depression and to anxiety and to all these other issues, um, like, internally, it's also building up almost like a volcano mm-hmm. and it just explodes yeah. and this is oftentimes where people like just explode on you when you're like whoa 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 like what the heck did <laughs> yeah. this come from like i just said i didn't like that and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're throwing things in the air screaming <laughs> or like you know sometimes people they just they snap and it's, yeah. it's worse things yeah um it's because they don't have a space to say i am dealing with this and we make it so weird, you know? And that's why I think that, like, you you have to choose carefully mm-hmm. the people in your life. Yeah. Um, I think that it's okay, I guess, if you want to have friends that you just hang out with, but you don't really get too deep, too deep mm-hmm. with them on things, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but if I want to call myself close to anybody, I don't want to feel like, oh, it only has to be good times every time, like... If I'm hanging out with my friends and I and me and Darshan kind of get into it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I would hate for my friends to just be like, oh, my God, this is awkward. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I would prefer for my friends to say, y'all, let's just, like, calm down. Let's take yeah. a breather or intervene and say, like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I don't think she meant it that way or vice versa. Yeah. Yep. Like, let's not get weird. You know right. what I mean? Now, because... Right. I'm being a human being. And that's the thing that will make people come out and act like our marriage is perfect all the Mm. time. We have to put up a front. You know what I'm saying? When it's not true, we fight. Right. Right. We're humans. We fight.
right. You know right. what I mean? And I no, I don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable around anybody and everybody, but I think it's important to have like your core relationships, friendships, family members that you're closest to. You should be able to be vulnerable. You should, you should be, be able to cry. You should be able to have ups and downs with those yeah. people. It shouldn't just have to be ups all the time because that's where that suppression and that deep, deep stress comes from. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, we have to be normal. Like, um, my husband just recently lost his aunt a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago this summer. And she, she was like the matriarch, you know, mm-hmm. like she was literally that person. And I know when people pass, we like to say nice things about them, but I am so serious when mm-hmm. I tell you, she was the one who kept the family together. Every event that I've been to where the whole family came together, the whole family, she hosted it. Yeah. You know what I mean? She kept Darshan close to that side of his family. And so, I seen his niece who was also extremely close to her. Um and she was just done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just went up to her, gave her a hug, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I know how much you love her. And I'm like, but she used to get on my nerves because we used to have to fight over you, mm-hmm. over who was getting you for the weekend. And it, it just was like a bit of relief for her. And she yeah. laughed. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of what I like too when mm-hmm. I lost my mom. It's like, just let's talk. Like, yeah. I understand. Like, you know, you can express it. You know, don't come and say nothing crazy. Of but course, yeah. I just was trying to be normal because they can feel that. If I came over there, like, um, sorry. Uh, yeah. You, like, you, you'll get you know that this. energy. <laughs> It's like, why are you being so weird? Because now I'm uncomfortable, too. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, I feel like there needs to be, like, some sort of, like, 101 class on how to just console people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because it's just so common. And I just, it, it's like taboo topics. Those are some taboo topics yeah. that people just try to avoid. And I don't know why we avoid I mean, obviously, because it makes people feel uncomfortable. But even that, I'm like, we all have to experience certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, one thing that's inevitable is death. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to all experience death, whether it's us or someone we love, someone's mm-hmm. a friend, whatever. We all have to experience death. That's inevitable. So it should never feel awkward to console someone. Now, maybe you don't know the exact perfect word, but there doesn't have to be an exact perfect Mm -hmm. word for a person. Yeah. Just as long as you have sometimes. Genuine. Yeah. And sometimes all it is is like, you just need someone there. Yeah. Like sometimes you don't even have to say anything. Yeah. Sometimes just being there. Sometimes just, there's been times where I've been around people who um, have been going through things and they just bust out crying. And in that moment, I'm like, I don't really know what to say, but I'm going to put my arm around them. And, like, that right there alone yeah. is just, like, a, it, it's it's creating a space to be, like, it's okay. I'm putting my arm around you. I'm letting you know you're safe here. You can cry. You can talk. You can be angry. Like, whatever it is that you need to be in this moment, I'm here. And I'm going to listen. Yeah. And then a lot of times, at least for me, and I know this is not everyone, but a lot of times if I'm not 100% sure, I I literally am praying, like, Holy Spirit, give me what it is that I need to say. Mm-hmm. Because I I don't ever want to make someone feel like they can't talk to me. Mm-hmm. That's the, for me, one of the, like, greatest, like, feelings is knowing that someone can come and talk Same. to me about something. I, I think that, that is, uh, I don't, I, I can't explain the feeling. And that's probably one of the reasons why I'm going through uh, school to be a counselor. Because it's just amazing to have someone come to you and feel comfortable enough and know that you're a safe enough person to 
um, open themselves up and to be vulnerable. It is so hard to be yeah. vulnerable. And that's in every situation. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, we... Um, we're it's like it's like the highlights. We're okay with talking about the good stuff. We're okay with showing the highlights, but we're not always okay with saying, "Hey, I'm really stressed out." Yeah, and that's one thing that I know I've talked about Oof. work a couple times, and it will be like very brief. But like with work, I used to be someone who I would literally just be like, "On the go, on the go, smile." I'd be stressed out sometimes. I'd be like, mm-hmm. "On the go, smile," like happy, 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 like. And just, like, play it off. And now I am, like, not that I'm, like, a different person, but I'm, like, I'll tell y'all. Like, I'm stressed. Like, I, I don't want to do this. Now like, she writing notes in the office talking about, y'all better get back there and clean them exam rooms because I ain't doing <laughs> If you follow me on Instagram, you have seen that I do that now. Because I'm, like, before. And, again, I think it went into the people pleasing. It's, like, I don't want people to know that I'm stressed out. Like, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. And at this point, I'm, like, no, y'all about to do this because right. I can't make this mess. Y'all about to clean up this mess. Holding ground, people not about to be. Yeah, y'all not about to have me stressed out for nothing. And that's, I'm so glad I took that lesson because before I would be stressed out about stuff that's not even really my job. Yeah. Like, why am I taking this stress yeah. on? This is y'all's issue. Yeah. And I'm going to tell y'all, go do that. Because yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm not about to be stressed out over that. And mm-hmm. I love that now because it it almost feels like liberating. Yeah. Like, it feels free to be like, I can tell y'all I'm stressed out and I'm not about to be stressed out. Exactly. Like, this has to change. My, one, my, <laughs> one new phrase that I have taken on or adapted is, I'm not going to be uncomfortable while you're comfortable. Ah. Because if... I'm the one over here stressed out doing all the extra work. I'm uncomfortable. I'm unhappy. I'm doing picking up your slack while you just, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to let you know because it's not fair for you to be uncomfortable while I'm uncomfortable because of you, because I'm picking up your slack or because of whatever. Or even if it's a friendship or a relationship where somebody's doing something that is uncomfortable to you or you feel mm-hmm. disrespected, why am I going to internalize all of it when you get to be free thinking you haven't done anything wrong? Like yeah. it's at least worth a conversation instead of one of us thinking everything is okay. And honestly, I think that sometimes we have to give those people the benefit of the Mm -hmm. the doubt. I think that even though this is a poor excuse, I think that at your job, (laughs) very poor excuse. (laughs) If you have somebody like Gabby, who is always going over and beyond, Mm -hmm. coming in early, leaving late, doing everything extra, going over and beyond, and you have people that are more lax at Daisy, they could possibly think, she just like doing that. That's just her. She yeah. don't mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until yeah. you come out and say like, hey, I need some help. And that may be their trigger. Like, oh, dang, that is my job. I don't know why I would think that. You know what that I mean? Is. So No, that's true. Because I've had people, I've had people say like, oh, Gabby's got that. Mm-hmm. Because they, I don't know, maybe they think I do like it. I'm like, who the heck likes to do this? Who the heck <laughs> likes to clean up after yeah. other grown folk? Like, yeah. why would I like that? But I think because I got so used to doing it, mm-hmm. and because I would always be very upbeat and not let people know that I'm bothered, that it was probably really just over their head. Like, yeah. she got it. Like, she cool. Until mm-hmm. until I started, like, I don't want to say showing my true colors, but, like, showing them how I really felt. It's like, oh, okay, well... We can't get away with that anymore. Yeah. But I think, you know, when we talk about stressors um, and maybe, like, how to effectively cope with them or to do better in coping with them, I think communication is one of the things that helps. Yeah. And obviously, every stressor is different and every situation is different. But I think, like, if your stressor comes from, like, a relationship of any kind and there is some strain in that relationship 
I think a lot of times if you sit and talk, mm. it can help. I would say for most. Now, obviously, Ooh. you get those people every once in a while or the situations every once in a while where it's very over the top and very, um, could even be dangerous. And yeah. obviously, in those, I wouldn't um, suggest doing anything that could put you in a dangerous situation. Mm. But for most people, with just your day-to-day arguments or not seeing eye-to-eye on certain things, it's really communication. And um, sometimes... If you really, really want to work out a friendship or um, a relationship, sometimes you may need to get like some intervention, like an outside party to come Ooh, in. Oh, yes. Um, because when you're in a disagreement with someone and it's stressful and feelings are involved, sometimes it's hard to have a one on one conversation with each other because. A lot of times, especially if you're bringing a problem that's causing stress, it could come off of saying, like, you're the bad guy. You're the bad guy. You're the bad guy. You, 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 you do this. Yeah. And and I'm hurt. And then the other person's like, oh, wait, I'm offended. Well, what about this, this, and exactly. that? And then it's like a tit for tat back not and forth. Anywhere. No, and it's just going around in circles, going around the hamster wheel, but not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you bring an outside party, whether if that is a counselor or that is a trusted friend or family, you have someone else that can come and listen to it and be like, okay, I hear this. And I think this is what this person's saying. Yeah. Okay, I hear that, and I think this is how you feel, and I think this is maybe how you should express it Somebody so that the other person, bias. yes, mm-hmm. that way you can effectively communicate with each other and come down to the root of the problem. Because yeah. if you keep uh, brushing things under the rug, especially when it comes to like relationships, if you keep brushing things under the rug, it does nothing but build up, and eventually it's going to explode. Yeah. Eventually... You're going it to will. resent somehow. that person, or um, yeah, somehow, some way, and you're going to see it. Stress can actually kill you. Like stress, it's not one of the number you. one killers of people. Yeah, so it's definitely, and then like like you were saying, like bringing a, a extra party in, but even like if you just want to go talk to somebody by yourself, mm-hmm. one thing I think that you should do is talk to somebody first of all with some common sense. That should be common sense. Yes, but <laughs> talk to somebody with common sense. Talk to somebody who is unbiased. Um, I feel like if I want to talk about my husband and marital issues, I could talk to Gabby yeah. because she's going to, she, I think that you care about the well-being of my marriage mm-hmm. altogether and you, you also want things to be well for us. Yeah. I'm not going to talk to somebody who's going to be like, mm, that's why I don't like him. Uh-uh, men yeah. this and men that and you know what I mean? And I'm not going to talk to somebody who is going to help me feel good because sometimes that's what we want to do we want to bash and we want to have somebody that's going to be like yeah uh uh-huh you right he's wrong (laughs) that's not helpful you gotta be careful who you talk to have some trusted advisors if for sure for lack of better words for sure um so communication the other one i was thinking of is like when it comes to stressors is like the things that are at least in your power to change Mm -hmm. is one of the biggest stressors for many people is money Mm-hmm. money in all shapes and forms whether if you don't have enough money or you're spending too much money or <laughs> you're not saving enough for retirement whatever you it is past due bills yes. shut off notices like Oof. money is a huge stressor in like a, just one individual person alone but then when we talk about relationships and marriages it's at the top of like why people split up is money issues Mm -hmm. and I feel like 
for the most part. Obviously, if you're someone and you're in a situation where you can't find a way to make more money and that's your issue right now is that like you just don't have enough money for bills and I and I I can I can sympathize with people like that like you might be working minimum wage and I can't I just really can't imagine how people live on minimum wage I just don't I just don't see how that works Mm -hmm. and I understand that that's something that's really hard to change for a lot of people Mm -hmm. but I think like in something like that when it comes to is like writing down almost like journaling like writing down what is the main problem so if I'm having money issues is it because I'm spending too much Mm -hmm. can I cut back on something you know maybe I don't have to um maybe I don't have to go get that bag this month maybe I don't have to have that Netflix subscription. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you have too many subscriptions. That gets Um, out of control. Anything like that. Maybe (laughs) it's something like that. I I oftentimes think of, like, again, we've mentioned this before, but just, like, the free resources that can help you and give you the information you need that will help you have the tools to apply to real-life situations so that it can reduce your stress. And that's just, like, I think it's being proactive. Mm -hmm. I think it's, like, Sometimes we feel defeated when we're in those moments and when you're stressed out and you feel like you don't have the control and you don't know the unknown and now you're scared and you're overthinking. And it's like, I feel powerless and I feel like I don't know what to do, so I just won't do anything. Yeah. And that's a really scary... Just do nothing. No, that's a scary place to be in because if you're stressed and you're not doing anything... Even the smallest baby step to fix that situation, you're going to you're gonna just be miserable. Yeah, you're gonna be miserable because, like you said, stress is a killer. Yeah, like I, I I'm not you know a doctor or a scientist, so I can't tell you exactly a hundred percent what it does to your body. Mm-hmm. But what I do I do know is it affects even your aging process. Like, they, you talk about people who've been stressed out in their lives, mm-hmm. and a lot of those people you see, and they look way older than what they really are yeah. because they've allowed that stress sometimes to even affect how they take care of themselves. Yeah. Like, sometimes they just stop taking care of yourself. Oof, I cannot imagine. And it's, that's it's why, hard. Yeah, we have to find our ways, you know. I think I have a couple mm-hmm. of different ways that I handle stress um, that bring me some peace in the moment that I've learned because I used to have anxiety really bad. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have a, th- a few go-tos that help me a lot. Okay. So one of my favorite, like, ways to relieve stress is I'll call my husband. Okay. Like, yeah. especially if it's something that directly relates to him because he's less prone to get stressed out about mm-hmm. things than I am. And I love to, and, and it's crazy because I have to fight myself sometimes because sometimes I'm like, don't call him, don't stress him with this, yeah. don't bring him into it, don't stress him out. But, and sometimes I won't and I'll just internalize it and it'll, you know, fester or I'll just figure out another way. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I'm like, just call him and talk to him and he will just talk me through it mm-hmm. and I will feel like, what was I even stressing for? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's like one of my favorite things. Um, tea, 
Tea yes. is just calming and soothing it is sometimes. Extremely calming. Yeah, and I'm not a big tea person. Yeah. So I don't just drink tea for the taste of tea. Okay. I'm more of a coffee drinker. Yeah. Um, I associate tea with calmness. Yeah. I associate tea with wind down, relaxation before bed. Um, so that helps me a lot. And obviously, reading my word and just talking to God, like they always say, just a little talk with Jesus. Yes. <laughs> um, helps a lot to relieve for stress. Sure. What would you say are some of yours? So it's so funny because. I was not going to say this, but now that you said it, it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I do that too. But differently, I actually call my dad when I'm stressed out. Yes. So usually if it's like a big stress, like if it's something that's minor, um, I won't like, I try not to bother anyone with anything that I think is minor, but like, (laughs) so one of the stresses was, uh, it's been some years, maybe like three years ago, my dog got out of the backyard Mm. and, um... I was on my way home from work, so and it was like a 30-minute drive. So the whole time I'm thinking, like, he's out in the neighborhood. What if he gets hit, this, this, and that? So in my whole mind, like, I'm trying to, like, calm myself down, relax myself, and then I get there, and I can't find him anywhere. And I'm, like, I am, like, having a mental breakdown. I am, like, crying. I am, like, freaking out. (laughs) My poor dad. (laughs) I call him. And the first thing I say, I can't find Monty! Where Like, you know, because when you're crying, and sometimes, like, if I'm, like, real, like, really crying, like, you can't understand what I'm saying. And my dad's like, what's going on? What's going on? Like, do you, get, you have to stop. And it's so funny, because this is where Nate gets it from, because Nate does the same exact thing. Like, if it's, like, a, a stressful situation, there's been a couple of times, and it has to do with the dog. Dog was chewing on sticks and choking on it, that he's called me. You were with me the one time. Crying. <laughs> And screaming, and I'm like, Nate, I can't understand you. Like, I don't know. Like, do I call the cops? Like, what's going on? Right, you don't know how severe and, it is. I do the same thing. <laughs> and my dad, my dad's always very calm. And he's just like, very logical. Talk it through. This is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to. And then I'm like, okay, it's going to be okay. <laughs> but I have done that with him a few times. Um, but that's usually a bigger situation where I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And I need yeah. some logical wisdom mm-hmm. right now. Um, a couple of things I do, um, and I don't know, it's, it, it releases stress for me. I love to clean mm. and I clean anyways, but there's something about when you're stressed out and you start to get busy and you're just like, for me, like cleaning is, it's almost like washing away all the craziness like in my in, like internally it's like I'm cleaning this but it's also washing away the craziness that's going on in my head and it's just helping it helps me calm down hmm. um so that's like a, a I guess you kind of say kind of weird because you don't hear that too often I'll have to try it. that's <laughs> an awesome way I to actually do and then like you like for me this, I'll put on some music usually upbeat good music something that's gonna make me feel better and just start cleaning and it's like you're you're taking that negative energy and turning it into something positive. Because now you're like, and then I'll go on cleaning sprees. Like, I'll start, like, taking out drawers and, like, reorganizing. <laughs> but I feel so much better after it. Because it's like, I could have either been sitting in my room, stressed out, maybe crying, don't know what to do, and being unproductive. Or I could take that energy and actually be productive with it and start to feel better. Yeah. So that's one thing. Um, one thing I love to do, and I know we talked about this before, is just breathe. Oh, I was going to say that, too. I couldn't remember my other one. Like, being able to just close your eyes and just... (sighs) I'm telling you, when you focus on your breath work, Mm. it it 
forces your body to relax. Yeah. Like, I have been in panic attacks before and have stopped it with just breathing. Mm -hmm. Because when you're slowing down and controlling your breathing, it's literally all interconnected in your body. So Mm -hmm. your body is like, okay, I have to relax because that's what you're doing with your breath. Um, That's one thing I like. Um, When I'm really stressed out, I oftentimes find it better for me to just get away from everything. Mm. Typically what I do is I go up into my room and I'll shut the door and I'll just be quiet. Mm -hmm. And that could either be praying. Oftentimes it's praying when Mm -hmm. I'm stressed out and I'm just like, God, I'm stressed. And I I just, I need something. I need some comfort. I need some strength right now. I need some guidance right now. Um, Sometimes it's literally just me quiet. And I don't know if you want to call it meditation or what, but just being quiet and sitting there and just like getting away from everything because Ugh. sometimes at least for me and I'm I, I can be honest with this and I've gotten better with this is that um I let things I can let things build up and then when I'm stressed sometimes that can come off and be misdirected to people that it shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. So, like, I could be stressed out and then come home and then someone in my family do something that's maybe annoying but doesn't warrant the response that I give them. Mm -hmm. So I know if I'm going to be in that position, I can already feel it. Like, I'll just remove myself completely, go walk away, and just recollect myself and get back acting normal. (laughs) You want to call it that? And then lastly... Um, I mean, there's so many different ways, but this is just some of my top ways is working out. And it doesn't necessarily mean the gym, Mm -hmm. like really more than anything is like a walk, like me taking the dog out for a walk. It feels amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the fresh air, Mm -hmm. just getting out of the house, getting the fresh air, putting on my AirPods. Typically when I'm stressed like that too, I'll put on like, um, the Bible app or I have a Christian based meditation app. I thought you were going to say Prince. Oh, listen, Prince has gotten me through some things too. He'll get me through some things, but, um, but yeah, I'll do that. And it's just like, I'm out, I'm in fresh air, I'm moving my body and it just naturally makes me feel better. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many different ways and I want to learn more ways. Um, Please share with us what you guys do to relieve your stress. I'm still learning. Um, I'm, I've am i grown a lot. I've obviously yeah. been to therapy. That was like the biggest sure. lesson because I didn't even know how much therapy was going to help me and showing me how important it is to take time for myself. Yeah. Not even the conversation, but just taking time for me. Mm-hmm. And I would do telehealth. So I would, sometimes I would go in, sometimes mm-hmm. I would do telehealth. Um... I would go in my room and close the door and I just had an hour Yeah. for me just to talk. And, and you know, I could have just went up there by myself, mm-hmm. but it showed me how much I really needed that time yeah. to myself. So therapy's a big one as well. But yeah, for please sure. share with us what y'all think. Do y'all have yeah. ways like us? What are some of your triggers? Do you still deal with them? You know, it's just so important that we take care of our yeah. health and not be stressed For out. sure. <laughs> and we'll obviously look up some information and be posting um, on our social media sites, you know, ways to combat the stress, ways to de-stress. And um, so we just all get healthier, happier, and more at peace. Amen. All right, y'all. Everything is in the <laughs> description. As always, make sure you subscribe, comment, interact with us on our Instagram, email us. We, we love it things. all. We love it all. We're, we're not going to discriminate against any of that. No. Do it all. All right, all right y'all. y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. All right, bye.